0: Oh. Selfie. Oh, selfie. Oh, selfie. Oh, selfie. Oh, Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosity 2.0, the one true podcast. And the only podcast that sells body parts to medical schools for money. That's right. We tried selling them for sexual
1: favors, but it did not. Yeah, no, takers. <laughs> no takers.
0: <laughs> no takers. Bodies for money. Bodies for money. Isn't that what it was? I think so. Bodies
1: for money. What are we quoting anyway? Nobody knows. Nobody's seen no this one movie. Knows. This is our Halloween episode.
0: Yeah, well, one person obviously has seen this movie. Uh, it is called Night Train to Terror. It was recommended by Andrew Campbell. I don't know what the fuck we did to that guy to make him subject us to this. Uh, Matt, do you remember doing all that shit to the fans, like Fuck You Fans Month? And uh, they'd say something, we'd do the opposite. I do remember that. I think this is payback for all the that shit that we did to them.
1: Is this fuck you host month? God damn it!
0: This is fuck you host month. This is the worst movie I've ever seen in my whole fucking life, <laughs> except for the claymation. The claymation was goddamn amazing.
1: Did that save it for you? It did. <laughs> the claymation sitting in as VFX visual effects out of nowhere, out of yes. nowhere. <laughs> i got to watch this whole movie happily if the whole thing had been claymation. Just imagine how amazing it would have been.
0: That would have been ten times the movie this was. Oh, you know what? Before we get to the horror movie... Yes? Don't we have some skunk dicks? I have but one skunk dick
1: to give. And this is really more of a, a test for you, really,
0: Charles. Lay it on me. I'm ready. Well...
1: Are you afraid of dying?
0: <laughs> no.
1: Then you are I a liar. welcome death. Liar. I welcome death. Condemned now, to you Remember now. that
0: article that said, like, eating a hot dog takes eight minutes off your life or something like that? Yeah. I You're immediately dying. bought 200 hot dogs.
1: <laughs> You're trying to half-send death along?
0: I'm going <laughs> to go into a, enter myself into the fucking hot dog eating contest. <laughs>
1: Um, this is another installation in my continuing uh, segment on things people hand me on the street that I, that just I can't seem to get away from. This particular one happened down at a pier in Southern California, and uh, at first I just ignored them handing out shit. Like I don't want your trash. Throw away your own trash. Yeah. And then I look around the pier, and there's like there's like lots of people reading it, but most of them were laughing at it, so that was good. Um and I looked at somebody they were holding it up and I could see the name Ray Comfort.
0: (laughs) Ray motherfucking Comfort. (laughs) He's still alive
1: Comfort. I guess so. The banana man. I had to explain that to somebody. They're like, Who's the banana man? I'm like, The banana man. I'm glad you don't know. So when I left the pier, they were handing them out still. So I took one. And you know, of course, the reason I took it is because um Well, to make fun of it.
0: To share with our listeners. That's it. To share the message. Really,
1: I'm concerned about their eternal life, and I want to make sure that they uh, make the
0: right choice. Same. Same.
1: So when we ask people if they're afraid of dying, according to this pamphlet, we know they're being honest because they always say yes. (laughs) And we know (laughs) that that's the honest because the Bible says all of us, all of us, even you, are tormented by the fear of death, all of our lifetime That's an italic.
0: What? Hebrew what? A bunch of fucking cowards. <laughs> you know, for how a nice uh, heaven is supposed to be, I think the fear of hell always outweighs. They're like, oh shit, have I committed a sin that I forgot about? Oh my god, I'm a terrible person. I'm going to hell.
1: Look, I mean, this explains to me clearly why the fundamentalists and the Republican Party are so closely intertwined, because Fear is is all they do.
0: Driving force, yes.
1: This whole pamphlet is just about, it's hilarious in a way where it's just about, hey, be scared of death. Just be really scared and do what we say. Uh, There's a little dig at, like, is this Hindus, possibly? Some people dismiss this fear by believing they'll be reincarnated and simply come back to Earth as someone else. That's the worst explanation for
0: reincarnation. Those morons.
1: (laughs) Others believe they will just go to the grave and cease to exist. That's you. Yes. That's me. But God has put eternity in our hearts, so we intuitively know, intuitively, there is something beyond. This is the, un- it's an unbreakable argument here, Chuck. Um, yep. Knowing that we die is like standing at the door of a plane 10,000 feet in the air and waiting Wait. to jump without a parachute.
0: <laughs> Wait. You've done that. Oh, I had a parachute.
1: You've done that.
0: Yeah. We had Actually, parachutes.
1: Actually, we were only
0: at 9,000 feet. I mean, we're not idiots. We had parachutes.
1: Yeah. But Chuck, say you know someone has expertly impacted your parachute by someone who loved you. And when you went skydiving, that wasn't true. They did not love you.
0: That, that was <laughs> absolutely true.
1: <laughs> now what's your attitude towards the jump?
0: <laughs> People love me on sight.
1: What you may not know is that God has provided you a parachute, and I bet you can
0: guess his name. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mohammed.
1: Wrong. Oh Damn my God. It. Also, condemned to die. It's <laughs> Joseph Christ. Joseph the Christ.
0: Joseph of Arimathea. <laughs> That's the one. I read it wrong.
1: It's Jesus.
0: It's Ray Comfort.
1: Yeah. But you know, you know what is death really so bad? What is death according to the Bible, Chuck? This is a quick This is a, your quiz. What is death? What is death?
0: The wages of sin. That's what. Damn,
1: Death actually <laughs> Is death Romans six twenty
0: three. Well, the best, uh, the,
1: the best part about this this little pamphlet is that it constantly jumps metaphors. We just started with hey, like death is scary. It's like you need a parachute. That parachute of God is sorry, is God because of sin. And sin's really important to God. And if you sin, you get the death sentence. So basically, it's like a God's like a judge and you're going to court. And now we're going to go into a whole different we're giving up on the parachute metaphor. We're going to court now.
0: <laughs> Would it concern you, Matt, if your parachute was uh, uh, like someone drove three nails into your parachute and hung it up on a fucking cross wow. they packed it.
1: That's a, good, that's a good point. What if somebody stabbed my parachute in the side with a spear? <laughs> what if my parachute only inflated three days
0: later? <laughs> this is a terrible metaphor.
1: <laughs> you jump out of the plane, pull the parachute, it doesn't inflate, it's not popping it out. It'll, don't worry, after you hit the ground, and the, over the weekend,
0: then, yeah. poof. It'll, it'll inflate on Monday. <laughs> this is why they abandoned this metaphor.
1: Yeah, it, it just gets terrible. Um, and then they just start insulting you. Hey, how many lies have you told? Have you ever stolen something? Even the tiniest thing. Then you're no. a lying thief.
0: <laughs> no.
1: Have you ever used God's name in vain? Either flippantly or as... <laughs> <laughs> both Both I know you said but I've either question have actually questions. done both at the and same time or, So uh, What about your Would you ever use your mother's name as a curse word Well Ray Comfort Sure you wouldn't <laughs> don't, don't even Don't comment
0: Doesn't even make sense
1: <laughs> Chuck it's because If you used your mother's name as a curse word that would show that you don't respect her in the slightest, and yet you have used God's holy name as a cuss word, and that's oh called... My God! That's the that's quiz part. This, what's that called? That's called blasphemy. That is called blasphemy. And is it serious or not
0: serious, or somewhat serious in God's eyes? Oh, it's extremely not serious. <laughs> in God's eyes, it's very serious.
1: <laughs> very, He's very... He does not... God is much like Elon Musk. It is not like you <laughs> to say things
0: God, about him. God has the thinnest skin in the universe. What you'll <laughs> use my name? He's Fuck so you,
1: <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Ah! Hey, ah! you're bad. Would you kiss your mom with that mouth? You just lost your blue check mark, buddy. <laughs> We're eight pages into this pamphlet. It's twenty pages long, and there's. But one more question, although I seriously doubt that. Have you ever looked with lust at somebody?
0: <laughs> Does.
1: If you're normal myself count. As it says here, <laughs> if you're normal, you have. So here's a summation of your court case, because we're done with the parachute. You're a liar, cool. you're a thief, you're a blasphemous adulterer. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So guilty or innocent, by the way. That's the trial. The trial's done. Are you guilty of?
0: What can I do now? <laughs> I've been found guilty by Ray Comfort. <laughs> yeah, and the wages you've earned
1: is the death sentence death death. <laughs> the wages of sin is death, and that that's what they said before. You can't just keep repeating. I need something new here. Um, this is this is horrible. The Bible says that all liars be cast in the lake of fire. And no thief, no adulterer, and no blasphemer will inherit the kingdom of God. What about what if you cheat at gambling? Like
0: if you count cards in Vegas. Is that feeling? Yeah. Oh, well, that's right. What if you cheat while committing another sin? Does that cancel the first sin out? I believe that's a good so. question. I think like it does. like if
1: you're committing adultery and but you tell the other person, you love them, but you don't really love them. You've just ended and up back
0: at zero. You cheat on your mistress. That cancels everything out.
1: Oh, you're, yeah, yeah, good point. Committing adultery, yeah. but you cheat on your other girlfriend, yep. and then your wife is like, "I think it zeroes everything." Yep, it's all even. It's like taxes. Mm-hmm. Just, like, <laughs> just have some deductions, and yeah, well. This all makes you fearful, does it not? And, that, and fear is good.
0: <laughs> so I do wonder if someone came out of the blue and started spouting shit from some other religion to Ray Comfort. Like, are you scared now, Ray? Are you scared?
1: Well, Chuck, you don't have to worry. And you don't have to be scared.
0: Because oh, good.
1: we all broke the law. But guess Thank what? God. Jesus has paid the fine already. So we're done.
0: <laughs> done. And throw the book away. Uh,
1: that's what he said uh, when he died. He said, "It's finished." If okay, you're, if you recall, that,
0: that's what that's what that meant.
1: And that's how God demonstrated His love for us. Don't look too much into the Old Testament when He was demonstrating His love for us. Don't I recommend not digging into that too deeply?
0: You might find or even it. the New Testament idea <laughs> of torturing you for all eternity. You know. No.
1: At least in the Old
0: Testament, the torture stops. Well, there's a prayer here. This is where you start, by the way,
1: because, you know, this was me getting accosted in a public place. And now I'm scared and I'm going to hell. Yep. But there's a prayer. And I Did am you pray not, on the pier. That's you know what? Oh, they would have just creamed their pants if I prayed with them right there. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh. That would have been amazing. However. I have one final complaint about this. It's very personal, very personal. Uh, whatever you do, don't trust in your goodness to save you, as most people do. That's like flapping your arms when you jump out of the plane. We're back to the parachute thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to work. You're not a good person. You're like the rest of us. We trust doctors and pharmaceutical companies when we take pills. Cables when we step into an elevator, and pilots when we fly our planes. Doctors can make mistakes. Elevators can let us down, and pilots sometimes make deadly mistakes.
0: Hey, doctors though, just doctors, make regular mistakes. Doctors sometimes make <laughs> deadly mistakes as well. I am really? give,
1: give them a little credit. But Not God just won't pilots. Let you down. Blah 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 blah. And here is all you have to do at the end: pick up a Bible, read it daily, and obey what you read. Blah, blah, blah. Sincerely, Ray Comfort. To help you grow in your faith, you may like to watch our Living Waters YouTube channel, which has over
0: 100 million views. Oh, my God. God.
1: I I didn't think I'd run into any Ray Comfort people down at Seal Beach Pier, but I was hoping they'd have the camera and the mic and do the whole question thing. That would have been fun. That
0: would be cool if it was actually uh, Ray, Ray Comfort, Comfort and... Um, that dude from Growing Pains, whatever his name is.
1: Uh,
0: Mike Seaver. Mike Seaver.
1: Alan thick
0: no. <laughs> I believe his name was. <laughs> that would be a little difficult.
1: That's, our, that's my only skunk dick. I mean, if you want, we could tear into this Mike Johnson guy, but that's like a whole episode right there. Who's Mike Johnson, you say? Nobody knows. It's a fake name. Just like one of those names I... When I when they make me give an email address somewhere, and I go Mike Johnson at Gmail dot com.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I don't think there have been any other skunk dicks in the past year. We've retired Trump's jersey, right? He's retired.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, once you get to the insurrection level of skunk dickery, you can't top that.
0: Yeah, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> nowhere to you go. Got to retire that jersey.
1: Let's get to the Halloween episode.
0: All right. The greatest Uh,
1: movie you've never seen, except for Andrew Cameron. This is
0: fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, It's actually, I think, easier to watch if you understand. So it's an anthology, Matt. It's a collection of three separate movies. But it's easier to watch this. Sorry, I had to look that word up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Three separate vignettes.
0: Uh, yeah, they've been brutally edited down from their full feature lengths uh, into like what, 20 minutes each or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it shows, it shows.
1: (laughs) Is it, they were brutally edited or is that all they had to work with?
0: I think, I hope that they're brutally edited. In my head, it seems easier to watch, right? That they've taken an hour and a half movie and squished it because half the time you're like, what the fuck just happened? What, what's going on?
1: Some of the, some of those. These things were, I don't even think they were finished. At least one of them I know was the first one wasn't finished.
0: Well, this movie should not have been finished either. That's (laughs) my review. I don't want to spoil it for you, but this should have remained on the editing floor.
1: Just, Just to give people the setup for this movie, A Night Train to Terror. The basic premise here is God and Satan are on a train. A night train to terror, if you will. And... They're going to watch three TV shows through their window, apparently. Yes. And then they're going to have a debate on the relative moral merits of the individuals in question in each of the three vignettes to decide who they belong with, God or Satan. Although, do you like that part in the beginning where God gives Satan a little bit of a, hey, you want to come home? And he's like, really?
0: Can I? (laughs) Can I? (laughs) Uh, But he's like,
1: no, you can't do cocaine up there, so never mind.
0: Yeah, that was a weird conversation. So uh, they call him Mr. Satan. He's just God, but it's it's Mr. Satan. Uh, Satan. God and Mr. Satan are sitting on a table in a train, and the the galaxies and the universe are going by. through the. I guess so. Um, For some reason, Satan seems happy that the train is crashing at dawn uh, for no reason. Yeah,
1: that's that's some sort of weird background, like, we're on a train, we're going to watch this. This train will eventually... I was happy, to be honest, that the train was going to crash. Well, you... <laughs> Once I
0: learned it was, who was on the train. <laughs> <laughs> the movie started out with Night Train to Tear the title, the train barreling toward you. There's a, a random woman screaming for no yeah. reason. Ah! And then it goes right into like an 80s music video where they've all got yes. uh, a torn um, workout, uh, like Jane Fonda fun, yeah. workout equipment. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's Flash Dance.
0: So yeah, I'm happy for that train to crash. Also, uh, and they do discuss the musicians several times.
1: <laughs> like I don't, I don't get that at all. I could not. It's just the same <laughs> song every time between yeah. each of the separate little movies, and the big, the big refrain was, uh, "Everybody's got something to do. <laughs> Everybody but it but you." Uh,
0: yeah, um, what bothered me the most about this guy was like. What's going on with this lead singer? It's almost like this uncanny valley with 3D animation his face. So he's trying to make all these facial expressions like he's like shouting out uh, "Yeah!" with his fist in the air, but his eyebrows are not moving at all. Maybe he was an
1: early proponent of Botox.
0: It's <laughs> it kind of gives you that dead forehead
1: thing where it doesn't ever just paralyzes your face so it doesn't move.
0: It was horrifying.
1: Horrifying. You also notice like Man, I know this was just the 80s, but it seems like dental hygiene has come a long way since yeah. the 80s. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you Lots like the little <laughs> the little philosophical conversation where said, you know, you know, they could have been saved if you'd only forced them to obey you and God says, "I made man to enjoy. I can't force them to be right. good." Yeah. He gave them choice. Yes. Satan says his way is more fun, for example, cocaine. So it's definitely yeah. an eighties movie. Hundred percent nineteen eighties. Right.
1: I like how he lists his fun things for for everyone, not just him, but these are for everyone. What was it it was uh <laughs> adultery, uh um, yeah. like alcohol sex, drugs, cocaine, alcohol. rape, murder, war. My ways are more fun. They like yeah, my they know. like me. I'm a party guy. Fun things. <laughs> We, always, we love rape a,
0: and murder and war. Uh, I that,
1: mean, I that's the exciting, reason
0: but. Satan is always going to have more people than uh, God. So yeah. they discuss the first case, Harry Billings. Harry Billings. Sort of a low-rent Bruce uh lightener. <laughs> <laughs> the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. So Harry drives a car off the bridge, right, killing his new wife on their wedding night. Oh uh, but for some reason, he ends up strapped onto a table in a sanitarium. I didn't yeah. get that.
1: Nope. I mean, apparently they saved him. The body yeah. gatherers.
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, did you notice he's wearing a full gown? Right, he's dressed head to toe. And then they uh, cut to a different scene, and there's a random naked woman strapped on a different table. No gown, nothing. She's just was that
1: naked. was that not his wife? that he just married like cuz she was in, well, in the car she's in her wedding dress she's like you're driving too fast the car's like yeah. swerving around just goes straight off a bridge that wasn't fast man he he was already over that marriage
0: <laughs> the narrator said that the wife had died so i assume that's Yeah, oh, he did woman, oh, okay all right
1: yeah just there's, that, uh, naked woman.
0: <laughs> there's a naked woman the psychiatrist named Dr. Fargo, she gives uh, Harry some electroshock therapy for some reason. Uh, But then Bull from Night Court uh, lets a lost couple inside the sanitarium to use their phones, and then he murders them. Rest in peace, Richard (laughs) Mall. Oh, he did. Yeah, he died this year,
1: didn't he? He, Just like, what, a week ago or something?
0: This might be his best
1: role. I definitely think his career peaked with Night and Terror. (laughs) (laughs) And then he just had to do night court For years to pay the bills
0: Poor Harry is hypnotized to bring in More victims Like uh, a bartender I think is one And then there's a him singing uh, church going lady And they both end up naked on tables And they're tortured and murdered also
1: That was such a weird scene He just walks into a church Barges his way into a pew between two people And looks at this girl She's like oh here just take my hymnal And then communion comes around, and he, like, scratches his fingernail in her little communion cup, which I assume
0: holds the phenobarbital. Yeah, he must have (laughs) rubbed her or something with the communion cup. Right.
1: I'm watching. I see him, like, what's next? He's just going to, like, throw her on her shoulder and just walk out of church. She had a little too much communion wine. She'll Uh, be fine. See you guys
0: next Sunday. I I got her. Matt, did you notice the next woman who ends up at the table... Is a brunette. So so far they've all been blondes. That wasn't enough of a twist. This time she's not naked, she's in a bikini.
1: She's in a bikini. Yep. And that's all we ever see yep. about her.
0: We don't that's even it. know how she got there.
1: Just bikini leaves. What what there was one bizarre scene with I think it was the bartender. He gets the bartender, Richard but then but then it just cuts to Richard Mall, like looking at the bartender strapped down on the table, and it's just that hands, his hands POV going towards her, and then he instantly just starts rubbing her yeah. shoulders.
0: like feel like he's giving her a massage. Just like, is he gonna...
1: yeah. Right. It's like, is he, he's going to yeah. choke her. And then like, no, he's just, no, uh, no massage before I cut you to pieces and sell you to medical school. Because yeah. Yeah. you know, you know those medical schools and that big body part racket.
0: That's the scheme, right? It's... Bodies for money. Uh, Matt, I can't tell you Bodies how many times money. in gross anatomy it was just like, well, we don't have a whole corpse, but here's like a cut off arm. Here, use this one.
1: <laughs> here's a box we just received in the mail from totally legit company.
0: Arm a leg? Did you like did a you half sawed that's... off head? Go and work with these.
1: Yeah. Did you notice by the way in the scene where they, they he they cut away from him about to cut some woman up yep. into pieces? They go into the room where all the body parts, yep. right? Like you're saying, the leg on the and the heads and. Then there's just, like, boxes just going down a conveyor. Like, who loaded those boxes? Uh, doesn't matter. But then you see the cameraman clearly in a reflection from the cabinet as they're <laughs> panning by.
0: <laughs> I think this is a no-budget movie. This is a zero-budget. So, for some reason, Dr. Fargo falls in love with Harry, right? Uh, she turns oh, against yeah. the other psychiatrist and lobotomizes that dude with no anesthesia. Unbelievable.
1: So, because uh, this empire of body parts can be there. Yeah. <laughs> <to load.
0: laughs> but Harry wants to go back to a regular life, right?
1: Chuck, hold on. Hold on. As a doctor, correct me if I'm wrong, lobotomy is performed, is it performed through the eyeball or up the nose? I thought it was through the eyeball.
0: I cannot tell you how lobotomies are performed. I'd have to look that up. I mean, I've done it's, countless lobotomies. No, I was going to say,
1: like, it's a secret, and doctors aren't allowed to speak of it. Yeah. But she just starts by, like, scalping him She just freaking like, cuts across his scalp Like, right above his eyebrows And just, I guess, to peel his forehead back
0: Like you do I think this is a pretty accurate uh, rendition of what happens in a lobotomy Yeah, yeah,
1: medically accurate movies
0: (laughs) So, he he tries to get a regular life But, um then uh he uh, escapes right and someone announces in the sanitarium that harry has escaped and so uh, dr fargo is looking for him and he he steps out she tries to get him with some what well, <laughs> some sort of syringe or something and he punches her in the face man
1: oh he just clocks her also he was just hiding behind a cabinet that was shorter <laughs> than he was like, he just steps like, out of the corner like he was terrible
0: back. game of hide and seek
1: she's like ah
0: Yes. So he straps her to the bed And this is an amazing twist Because she gets strapped to the bed And then the lobotomized doctor Shows up and like Starts cutting her up
1: Right, just wanders in He's like, I'm supposed to do a procedure today And there's some rando guy with him That also has a big fake yep. forehead That is supposed to be a, a scar, I guess. scar And he's like, what procedure? I don't know, let's just open <laughs> her up <laughs> And so instead of opening her up, he slits her throat. Yeah. Well, I guess that is opening her up. Yeah. But not a very good doctor.
0: Not, well, I mean, say. these guys are psychiatrists, right? So they're not surgeons. Well, that's true. Not a real doctor. <laughs> so. They can prescribe drug so drugs. So Harry's you know. trying to get out. And the only thing uh, stopping him is the is Bull from Night Court. So he uh, is about, Bull like has got him down. He's about to kill him. And. Harry slightly, like, uh, makes a little abrasion in his stomach with a scalpel. But then, out of nowhere, he's got, like, a fucking two-handed sword, and he cuts Bull's head off. Where did right. he find the sword?
1: <laughs> I mean, he just took it off the... the uh, you know how they have those armored statues around castles? I think there's one of those. He just pulled one out of there. Um, That was an amazing scene. That head went yeah. flying. It was... Uh, one hundred percent realism. I I I couldn't tell it from yeah. Pro
0: if it was a real body if, or not if you are going to have like a mannequin head, don't do a close up on it.
1: Right, it's
0: bad. It's poor filmmaking.
1: <laughs> or at least a, like apply a little makeup to it. It was just like literally. I think the white mannequin face with a wig yeah, on, yeah,
0: like some eyelashes glued on. Uh, so now there is the debate. Uh, God and Satan are debating where Harry should end up. It's kind of a mystery because he he redeemed himself. Sure, he killed Bull from Night Court, right? But uh, he redeemed himself at the end because he doesn't want to kidnap any of these other people, right? He wants to return to a normal life.
1: And really, he was under the influence of their evil uh, electroshock therapy and whatever, injections. Oh, that was the thing. The, the, The doctor that gets lobotomized gives him the first injection. And he says, this injection... Will hypnotize you, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because that's how hypnosis works, which doesn't work at all. But if it did work, I'd buy it.
0: Come on, real hypnosis isn't accomplished (laughs) by an injection. God, seriously,
1: what the bullshit!
0: So the so it's never he
1: can't be held liable at all. No, I'm thinking
0: absolutely right.
1: All he did was drive off a bridge and.
0: Yeah, no. His wife no free will, but he still gets a hundred years in purgatory. That was the that was the uh, compromise. All oh, right. the
1: The conductor comes by and's like, "How about a hundred years in purgatory?" And they're like, "Okay,
0: yeah, sounds good."
1: What does that even mean?
0: What are we supposed <laughs> to do in purgatory? I think you get tortured. It's like a mini hell, isn't it? Is that it? Oh, well that seems kind of mean.
1: Seems like he's should be uh, getting some sort of
0: rehabilitation, possibly. <laughs> Satan, know, well, it's only 100 years, so it burns all the sins out of him, and then, then he can go to heaven. I think that's the idea. Oh, okay. Uh, Satan also wants those musicians who dance in the intro because he said he's never heard them pray. And God says, that's because you haven't listened to their music. So here it is. to Las Vegas.
1: One hour if there's no delay. But what could delay us?
0: Moving on to the second case. The case of Greta Connor. Greta Connor
1: and a lonely employee
0: at Lagoon. This is.
1: (laughs) Oh, wait, Chuck, in the first. The first anthology, the first episode, when he goes to that church, it just barges way in. That was in Utah, was it not?
0: Was the church in Utah?
1: I'm pretty sure from the back. When I saw that, I'm like, hey, that's in Salt Lake City. So I could see the mountains behind it. It's possible. And in this episode, this episode was also filmed in Utah. This one.
0: Definitely filmed in Utah. I think Holy Cross Hospital, Lagoon makes an appearance, Tidal Wave, tilt a World. Yeah. yeah, this one's definitely Utah.
1: Wow. What is the curious case of Greta, whatever her name is?
0: Greta Connor, Matt. Greta. This is a story we've heard a hundred times. Popcorn also. Girl. Young girl works at an amusement park selling refreshments to support her piano playing habit and ends up becoming a yeah. porn star when an older man buys all of her popcorn. I mean... Before, Hundred dollars? <laughs> did you see
1: that? It <laughs> just okay. starts shoving hundreds in her shirt. I, uh,
0: I did. He... <laughs> the, the next scene, so she goes off with this dude. Then there's like a, yeah. a stag party, I think. Um, and yep. It's this that a medical student named Glenn stops by his fraternity. What the fuck? <laughs> Why is he going down to uh, undergrad? Is this what people in fraternities do? They just keep going throughout all medical school. It's when you can't let go. You glory <laughs> days, man. You just like I'm going down to the
1: frat. We're gonna watch some frickin' porn. I'm uh, gonna fall in love with the porn actress because that's a healthy relationship.
0: Enough of this biochemistry <laughs> studying. I'm gonna go watch a porn movie on fucking like uh, an actual projector with actual film. Yeah, projected against a fucking wall or something. Um. Yeah, he uh, decides he's got to have Greta because now she's in the porn movie, right? He's like, I got to have this girl. I got to yeah. find her. I got to have her. So he leaves medical school. I guess <laughs> he goes on a hunt for Greta. Uh, <laughs> goes down to
1: some weird restaurant bar where she plays yep. in a in a bathing suit,
0: yeah, a leotard. <laughs> yeah, she's in some weird sort of fishnet uh, outfit playing a piano, right? Because that's that that their that's her habit. He, he finds I, her. In I the love club. that
1: scene because I'm sorry. I love that scene because he gets seated at a table. the the wait the waiter or whatever is like, here, sit here. There's already people there. It's like a booth. There's like four people in the booth, and they're just like, hey. And then, and then he looks at her, and then she looks at him. And then the next scene, they're all gone. Yeah, they left immediately. They're like, fucking, we had our own booth.
0: Yeah.
1: Now you're just sitting like. Why did this fuck? asshole?
0: What's what's with this <laughs>
1: asshole? I guess there was supposed to be some that's supposed to be like time has passed while he just stares at her play piano and everyone's left or something. I don't know, but it's hard to tell because
0: the cuts are are just like constant. Right. He
1: didn't order anything, by the way. He just sat there. No, you got to order something. You got you can't just walk in.
0: He's just there for Greta. (laughs) He, He meets her. And as you do, has a whole bunch of sex with her. And then I guess the owner yeah. of the club is really jealous because he takes them both to his uh, death club. Mur-
1: was it death club or murder club? No, it was death club. I think it was death
0: club because it was all the people. That's right. He's like, hey, you want to join our club? <laughs> this is all the people right. who've had a brush with death. But he hadn't had a brush with death, Matt, so he's going to give him a brush with death. That's right. Just a brush. Just a tip.
1: Just a tip of death,
0: And this. He opens a box, and this is the first of the claymation scenes. This claymation fucking insect is as big as, like, a forearm. Crawls out of the box, flies around. And (laughs) great footage where, like, the camera's flying around their heads. Everyone's kind of sweating, right? Just going to land on me. It's going to
1: land on me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But then it just flies away, like, down into a forest and stinks some random dude who just happens to have sex with a girl in the forest. Uh, Right (laughs) They're just like Oh
1: well Does that count? Was that my brush with death?
0: I guess it was Because uh, he's now in the club So the next scene They're having another brush with death I didn't get this one at all They're strapped into a machine That gives like electric shocks With like blue and red and yellow like shocks Uh, But this, this one gave the best line of the movie Matt you Remember this, where the, the red light comes in? It's like, okay, you're, whoever gets shocked now is going to die. And this guy, he starts getting electrocuted right. and he says, Mr. Marshall, excuse me while I smoke. <laughs> 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 and then he just fucking like melts like that dude at the end of Indiana Jones.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> just melts. Well, at least he was polite,
0: you know. Well, Matt, Greta quits the club. Because she wants to marry Glenn. Why? I don't know. He's thrown out his whole future, right? He's not going to be a doctor anymore. Yeah. Who wants right. this guy? Uh, a group Some of thugs really bum. breaks in, and immediately Glenn goes into a martial arts stance.
1: Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> back in the 80s, we all took karate. That's true.
0: They fight each other for a while <laughs> until they throw a net over. He almost won. Yeah. Yeah, it, if not for the net, he would have totally won. They caught him in the net.
1: It was close. They caught him the same way uh, they caught Kirk in that one episode.
0: That dark. <laughs> Clearly, he didn't uh, have any net defense in his martial arts training. No, they bring him uh, in. Not,
1: when it comes to net, no can defense. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. So, uh, they they uh, bring Greta. And Glenn back into the Death Club, and uh, there's this really overly elaborate death trap involving a, a rope and a saw and a swinging wrecking ball. I guess um, there's a bunch of people nice. in sleeping bags that this uh, wrecking ball is going to smash into. Why don't they just kill them? Well, there's no fun in that. Well, you got to have fun. It backfired because it killed uh, the Contessa instead of Glenn. So nah, that just fools. So the long and short of it was, God gets Greta and Satan gets everyone else. Is
1: that, is that what they ended up agreeing on? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know why Greta, why did Greta go to heaven? I mean, she had lots of... What did Greta do? Lots of premarital sex, Matt. She starred in well, so did pornographic Glenn. movies. Chuck, she allowed, I'm
1: starting to think that God and Satan are sexist. <laughs> I'm starting to think that.
0: But I guess God forgave all of those sins. But would not forgive Glenn. What did Glenn do? I guess he had a lot of sex, Glenn. too. Glenn had a lot of sex, too. He did. Was that enough? Well, Glenn had sex with a porn star. I guess that's the difference.
1: None not of it made sense to me, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> Where I'm watching the whole thing, and I'm like, why are they judging Greta? Yeah. It seems like everyone else at that table could use a little judgment.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. It's just a small-town homegirl. I totally understand. I get why the Death Club goes to hell, right? I mean, they're playing with life. Life is God's great gift, man. You can't just play dice with that shit. I get why they go to hell. I don't understand why Glenn went to hell. Why did Glenn go to hell? I was too focused
1: on the claymation to even follow the plot at that point.
0: <laughs> well, fortunately, at this point, we get another musical interlude. Out of pity, I cast you down on Earth. Don't push me. I'll open the gates of hell. Hey, George, I'm starving. How about some hamburgers and beer? There's
1: no food on this train.
0: What kind of train is this? Some call it the Heavenly Express others Satan's cannonball but we
1: guarantee to deliver every passenger to his right destination
0: like I really wish our bus hadn't broken down you know no way I think this train is cool from the top The news. Mama's at the shopping mall, buying new shoes. Everybody.
1: Conductor guy just walking down the middle, and people are like popping out of windows yep. to ask him questions. Yep, like they're in a freaking like kids program. Like, <laughs> where's the train going? When's it gonna stop? Hey.
0: <laughs> no one knows, or whatever he said. I don't know. Uh, Matt, did you notice there were um gratuitous uh, crotch shots of that break dancer on that last interlude? Oh, yeah. He was breakdancing, but I couldn't see most of it because of the crotch. It got a, uh was mostly zoomed in on the crotch. That
1: breakdancing was embarrassing, honestly. <laughs> it was it was barely at they took they found someone who could do the minimal amount of breakdancing possible. I think he did the worm at one point. He did the
0: worm. That wasn't that wasn't too bad. He spun around. But the spinning stuff, yeah, it was uh it was pretty good. It was pretty instructive. It was pretty I played it over and over again so I could learn how to do that little worm movie did. I'm going to do that next time I go dancing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I'd love to see that. Can we get video,
0: please? Matt, this third case, Clara Hansen, brilliant surgeon. Uh, do you think they're fixated on medical stuff? What the fuck is all this? They're all medical stuff. Well, Chuck, medical stuff is inherently spooky. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yep, you. And so are the people who do it. You got me on that one. Um uh, Matt, Clara Hansen is a brilliant surgeon, but not too brilliant because I want you to listen to this medical jargon.
1: You will notice, students, that under a satisfactory distal block anesthesia, the area is prepped in the usual manner. This patient was presented with a 10-centimeter complex laceration of the upper right lung with stellate laceration of the benzene artery and a comminuted fracture of the upper flate rib structure. Chuck, as a non-medical professional, I... It just assumed that was all correct.
0: And she was doing okay until she got to the benzene artery.
1: What's the benzene artery? Isn't benzene some sort of chemical compound? <laughs> Benzene's a mixture of liquid hydrocarbons yes. obtained from petroleum.
0: Well, Matt, she's a brilliant surgeon. There must a be a
1: benzene artery?
0: There must be. I'm Googling that. Matt, don't believe Google. You need to believe Night Train. To terror. All right. Uh, this vignette starts with a Holocaust survivor who spots a former Nazi named Olivier, who killed his entire family, right? He goes to uh, uh, this uh, police yeah. officer goes, this can't be him. He hasn't aged at all in the past 30 years. But he knows. So he goes and tries to kill him. But when he gets there, he's a gigantic bat and uh, gets killed in, uh, himself. So poor guy. Poor guy. How ironic. Uh Matt, you'll notice uh Bull from Night Court is back. He's back. And he's an author. He's an author. He's Clara's husband. He's a Nobel Prize winner. Um this one really got me because he's <laughs> he's on a primetime special. And he says, oh, "It really hurts me to destroy all your beliefs, but God is dead." That's right. Uh, it's like family. here in my book. <laughs> entire families are watching this primetime special. Oh no, God is dead. Uh, then a crazy dude with like a six-six-six stolen right out of the Omen, uh, yeah. six-six-six on his chest. His name's Papini. I think he's a monk or something. I mean, this is exactly the omen, right? Or is, yes, yeah, the omen.
1: Bikini, yeah. <laughs> uh, he tries to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Complete ripoff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so his husband won't have anything to do with Papini because he's clearly crazy, right? But he, he writes to uh, Clara that uh, Satan is coming after her. And when she's in her walk in closet, it opens up a gateway to hell. Right. <laughs>
1: That's where I keep my gateway to hell. Yeah. It's like a, it's like an alternate version of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. <laughs> to hell. Or the same. Actually, it's kind of the same, <laughs> I guess, now that
0: I think about it. <laughs> so um, she does what anyone would do in this situation. She goes to church and confesses, and she's told by the priest that she's been granted special powers to fight Satan here on Earth. She's given an ancient box made of the true wood of the cross.
1: So, um, Oh, my God, where did they get
0: that? Yeah, I'm like, wow, they saved a lot of that true wood of the cross to make that box out of. I know. So the idea is to get the heart of this um, Olivier dude who is Satan's minion on Earth. And if you put that heart in the box, then you've won, I think. Is that what it was? I uh, I honestly could not follow <laughs> the plot. <laughs> I don't know what's happening.
1: All I, all I could think was, like, the one guy got killed, and then there was, like, a detective that was, I don't know, yeah. trying to figure things out. Yeah, And then there was the guy that is apparently is a, a mortal vampire or something. Yeah,
0: it's his, the cop's friend, that Abraham guy who's a Holocaust survivor, got killed, right? So he's, he's spending the rest of the, the vignette trying to track this guy down. Um, randomly, right. Papini goes to battle some lady who hasn't even showed up in the vignette yet. Uh, So she's in a tower. He's like, I see you've dressed in white. She goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Oh, that's deception. She goes, I'm Ishtar, the demon. And then another thing of claymation comes. So Yeah, oh, this
1: is the best part of the whole
0: thing. He gets blown by wind (laughs) out of the tower by this Ishtar demon into the waiting hands of a claymation demon who, like, grabs him and takes him down to hell. That was amazing. Drag
1: them right down to the ground. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious.
0: And then they were careful to show that the ground like closed itself up afterwards. So you have
1: to, yeah, yeah. You yep. have
0: to worry about like slipping and falling straight into hell. No, nope. yeah. That yep. cop friend of the first dude figures out that Olivier is, is centuries old. Right? He's there in World War One and fucking Napoleon and shit. Uh and he goes to oh,
1: so a, shake him oh, up. That, that's the same man. This, this is this is the same guy. That's what cops do. They don't have
0: any evidence, so they just go and uh, let's try to shake him up. So he goes to find him, but uh apparently the car blew up, it's car yeah, so he died. Yeah, yeah. So that was It was shocking. Yeah, that you know, was the end of his little story. But Olivier wants the husband, this is a, again bull from my Court, this atheist who says God is dead. He wants him to join their organization But it turns out that James doesn't believe in Satan or God. That's a stunning turn of events. That's right. So at that point, Olivier turns into a claymation demon, and he burns a claymation version of James against a wooden cross for some reason. Yep. So... (laughs)
1: I love how they just started making the character also claymation, yeah. not just the demon claymation, yeah. but one of the like the living characters in the movie. Yeah, that was amazing. Look, so like, just shut them all together. So now they it's all claymation from here on out.
0: They have <laughs> killed everyone else in the movie, so it's up to the brilliant surgeon, right? She uh, just apparently finds Olivier like in a park or something and runs him over. And then takes him to a surgical suite, and without anesthesia, she's taking his heart out. Right now, Matt. Right. This surgery took a surprisingly long time. You're not worried about this guy's life, so you're not fucking doing a transplant or anything. You just got to unhook the heart. Right. So it's like you've got like six art, you know, six vessels. Snip, that's that. Come on, man. It'd be quick. Take this thing out. It took like fucking ten minutes. She's fucking wasting her time. Uh Olivier wakes up in the middle because he's a demon. She should have known this. She's a brilliant surgeon. Right, right. And this is why we have anesthesiologists, Matt. Keep those fucking demons asleep while you're operating on them. Yep. So yep. uh he woke up and um uh, unfortunately killed her. And then he woke up he walked out of uh that operating suite like that fucking kid in uh Better Off Dead, right, came into the prom.
1: Oh, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ricky. Ricky.
0: Uh sorry about your mom, Ricky. <laughs> sorry, sorry about your mom, up, Ricky. So, uh unfortunately I think everybody died and Right,
1: who are they judging? In that last one. Yeah. They're all dead. They're
0: all dead. Well, God Post, gets uh postmortem judgment. God gets Clara and he left the decision about her atheist husband who didn't believe in God or Satan. I'm just going to leave the decision right. to Clara whether she uh, takes him to heaven or sends him down to hell or not.
1: Oh, I hope they have a good marriage.
0: Hope for for Bull's sake. I hope she hope she loves him. Hope he treated her well. Then Matt, uh, yep. a toy train uh, goes off the tracks and I think kills everyone in a massive explosion.
1: Yeah, this is back to the the aforementioned train crash we were promised since the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. God sheds his mercy on the dancers. Like rain. Like rain? Like,
1: did he, did
0: he shoot ones at them? Was he freeing them
1: with dollar bills?
0: I don't know. Uh, Satan was talking about getting their souls, and God was like, I shed my mercy on them like rain. Oh. Ugh. I guess. It sounds like he's ejaculating. <laughs> like, now they're, they're just all wet and dead. Well, that was <laughs> it, Matt. That was a classic. Wow. And I think if you edited just the claymation, I think it would be brilliant. A brilliant fucking but, movie. It could be a brilliant short,
1: did you watch the credits?
0: Uh, I did see that um God was played by himself,
1: Yes, <laughs> God was credited as himself, and Satan was credited as Lou Sipher, <laughs> not joking, <laughs> Lou. What, what, who, what's your name, buddy? Uh, Siffer. Siffer. Lou. Mr. Siffer. Lou Siffer. <laughs> <laughs> you call me call yeah. me.
0: I can't believe they got the actual Jesus. God and Satan to star in that show.
1: I know. What a get. And the the only movie he's ever been in. And that's what he chose to do. <laughs> uh, he has bad taste. God's agent was like, I know we've been holding out. For nothing, <laughs> but like. I think this is the one.
0: This is really going to show your acting range. Shockingly bad taste, man.
1: <laughs> overall, uh, overall, Chuck, I give it a four out of five. I had a great time,
0: and uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the. I'm going to
1: re-watch it many, many,
0: many times. One of the better horror movies to come out this season. Night Train to Terror, everybody. Yeah. Night Train to Terror.
1: To be serious for a second, though, you know how like they're so bad. It's good movies. Yeah, It's just. So bad, it was just bad. I mean, the claymation, though. Could I recommend somebody to watch this just for the claymation? I think I could. I think I, think I will. You
0: have to go into this knowing that there were three separate, like unfinished or unreleased movies uh, edited down uh, to get them into this one movie. Uh, because I watched the first 20 minutes, and I was like, what in the motherfucking hell is going on? Right. What, is it? like this movie right. was initially, not made for scrap.
1: Initially, you couldn't get past the first yes. 20 minutes. Yes.
0: <laughs> so I looked it up on the internet. And then, you know, watching that, knowing that, I think it was a lot easier. And the claymation was a really pleasant surprise. I fucking love those segments. Oh, I think
1: you got into watching it after I finished it and told you how bad it was. Yes. And I mentioned the claymation, and then you were like, no, nah, I've got to watch Damn it.
0: Damn straight. <laughs> they, um, the, the, uh, Bull as a claymation figure falling against that wooden cross was fantastic. But also, you could see the, the little, like, insect was, like, next to the hand, and they had a claymation hand there. Yeah. <laughs> so he good. He was all
1: nervous. He's so like, good. They go from the guy being nervous to the fake hand to back to the guy. Like, ah, yes. Uh, don't blink. Don't move.
0: Yeah. You couldn't even tell it was a claymation. hand will not move.
1: No. Had you not told me oh, in advance,
0: no. I never would have known. <laughs> well,
1: happy Halloween, everybody. Here's your episode.
0: Well, we've done it, Matt. Uh, we've finished episode. a year's worth of work on the podcast.
1: That's right. I mean, you know, this is just a special episode. We really start weekly episode as well. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, contribute to our Patreon.
0: But we're not taking any... Which, uh, advice or any recommendations from our fans anymore fuck those people
1: earl is your safety earl is your
0: safety Hello, and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy 2.0, the one true podcast, and the only podcast to be broadcast solely in claymation. What? <laughs> no,
1: one <told> <laughs> no, one, no one told me about this.
0: <laughs> All right, do your intro. <laughs>
1: That's your intro.
0: That was my intro. Yeah, you see, I, the joke I, is, Matt. claymation is a visual medium.
1: Ah, and we're an auditory. Thing.
0: We are strictly
1: auditory.
0: <laughs> so it wouldn't make. I, so what a waste of time to do a podcast in claymation. That oh joke God. is going into the hall of fame, man. I'm gonna play the whole fucking musical interlude, like all like five oh, or ten okay. minutes of it. Definitely. (laughs) Maybe twice. Yeah.
1: Especially the sax solo.
0: (laughs) Every 80s musical interlude needs a sax solo.